In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. When this gospel opens, it turns out that Jesus has been up all night praying. Now, when most of us find ourselves up all night, whether we're praying or not, it's usually because we've got to do something the next day we don't want to do, or we've got a decision that we need to make and all the various options keep ricocheting around our minds, and that makes it mighty hard to sleep. For Jesus, it's actually about the decision that he needs to make. So the reason I wanted to get this pew Bible is because I want you to pick up your pew Bibles, and we're gonna stay in the same chapter, so it's Luke, chapter six. Luke is in the New Testament, so that's gonna make it very close to the back. And Luke is the third gospel, so if you're in Matthew and Mark, you've got to go a little further. And if you're in John, you've got to back up a little bit. So Luke 6. And since we're in the same chapter and the page number is already listed in your bulletin, you'll be pretty close to page 49, which is to say you will be on page 49. So I want you to take a look at verse 12. Now, during those days, he went out to the mountain to pray, and he spent the night in prayer to God, not sleeping. And when day came, he called his disciples, so there were a lot of disciples up there with him, and he chose 12 of them, whom he also named apostles. Simon, whom he named Peter, and his brother Andrew, and James, and John, and Philip, and Bartholomew, and Matthew, and Thomas, and James, son of Alphaeus, and Simon, who was called the Zealot, and Judas, son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. And then our story picks up. Some of those names are familiar to you, some of them may not be, but those were the ones who were called to be Apostles. So you can imagine there's this great crowd, these 12 who are named as apostles, which means those who are sent, those who are actually going to be talking and spreading the good news when Jesus is no longer with them, though they don't really know that part yet. So you can just imagine how excited those 12 were, and then they all come down to this level plane to get on with the ministry. When they get there, there is a huge crowd waiting. Now, they're still up in Galilee. This is early days in Jesus' ministry. So he's up north. Nazareth is the hometown, Capernaum by the Sea of Galilee. But people are there from all over. And by all over, you know that because of Tyre and Sidon, which are two cities on the Mediterranean coast. And because they are port cities, the people who are there include some Jews, but also a lot of Gentiles. So you are meant to understand that something looking a bit like the whole world was there to hear Jesus, and every one of them was coming for the same thing. They were coming to be healed. Now the fact is that we're told Jesus came down in order to heal, and the people were there to be healed, but the people were also there to hear Jesus, because of course word had been traveling. 
And what's curious to me and surprising to me is that Jesus began with the healing because apparently it's easier to heal people than to get them to hear you. Huh, funny thing. So it is easier and Jesus wants healing and he heals absolutely everyone. Power was just flowing out of him. And so we have a sense that everyone is healed. And then Jesus gets to the harder part, getting people to hear him. And what we hear are the Beatitudes. Now we know these Beatitudes because we hear them fairly often. And Beatitudes always consist of blessings from which the word Beatitude comes, but also always woes. But we're used to hearing them most often in Matthew's Gospel. And in Matthew's Gospel, he's up on a mountainside teaching to this throng of people down below him. You know, I'm up elevated a little bit when I talk to you. Jesus was up a good deal higher so that everyone could hear him. But here, Luke makes a point of telling us that they were down on a level plane. And that's actually part of the good news that's being shared here. Everyone, the newly named apostles, the rest of the disciples, the great crowd, everyone is on exactly the same footing when Jesus speaks. Another difference from Matthew's version of the Beatitudes is that there is no talk about spiritual poverty. In Matthew's Gospel, Jesus said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. That is not what Jesus says. He's not in Luke's Gospel. Here he says, blessed are the poor, the flat-out poor, those who don't have enough to eat. That includes a lot of people in those days. It includes a lot of people in our days. Back then, it meant widows and orphans. It meant those who, because of illness, could not work, or because of illness or mental illness, were ostracized, and so had to depend on begging. So it's those who are poor, those who hunger, those who weep, those who are cast out, starting with those who are just cast out for reasons beyond their control, and then he says, and it gets worse if you follow me, that's going to get you cast out too. But the truth is, those people he's talking to, and a lot of them are there because all these folks came for healing, know this kind of poverty as their day in and day out experience. And then he moves on to the rich. There are Three Beatitudes, there are four woes, and he is just as direct when he offers up those woes. Woe to you who are rich. Woe to you who are full. Woe to you who can laugh. And woe to you who the world admires. Already content, already satisfied, even in a world full of poverty, able to laugh in a world full of all kinds of craziness among those who are admired. Well, it is not hard to guess, as we hear this, where most of us find ourselves. And that is not to say that we don't desire healing. 
Everybody does. It's not to say that we have not suffered. Most of us have, and all of us will. But most of us also can figure out a way forward. And here's what's important to remember. Who is there with Jesus? Absolutely everyone. Because Jesus wants everyone healed. Jesus wants everyone to hear without distinction. And that's why I wanted you to go back and look at who those disciples are. Because we think of the disciples, and we even have a hymn that says this, as poor fisher folk. Well, the fact is, the disciples looked like everybody. I expect there were some poor disciples. But there were fishermen who are not poor, but decidedly middle class. They not only can feed their families, but they have something to sell to others. There's also Matthew, who's talked about actually in the chapter right before this. Matthew is really rich. He's a tax collector. Downside is he's also reviled because he's a tax collector. But even the apostles include this mix of everyone. So no one is excluded from healing. No one is excluded from the opportunity to hear Jesus in this story. So the question is, as we hear this, as people who sit more with those to whom the woes are directed than towards those who are being blessed, the question for us is, do we know our need to be healed, not just physically, but spiritually, emotionally? The sick and the poor and the ostracized, when something astonishingly good happens to them, when they are healed, when they're in a crowd where five loaves of bread can suddenly heal thousands, feed and heal thousands, those folks know that those are all gifts from God. The danger for those who are full, who can laugh, who are admired, is that we forget that everything we have, including the skills we have that have allowed us to have what we have, are actually gifts from a gracious God. The issue is finding a way when our stomachs are full, when our lives are full, when our days are full, to remember that there is an emptiness that only Christ can fill. The gift is that Jesus wants us all well, and as is shown by us all being on this level plane all together. The question that we're confronted by in the story, as would-be disciples, as would-be apostles, those who are meant to be sent out, is whether we will choose to hear as well as to be healed or whether we will leave that extraordinary gift unopened. Amen.